Rabbi Isai, continuing along here in Cheshbon 21, which is not a short Cheshbon because he has to explain it, and there's uh, something amazing that the Chavazavavis is telling us about, that even whatever a person has, he's not limited to that. He could go beyond. And Hashem could be one of the ways this works. He's going to explain, as we mentioned even at the outset, that it works with an idea of when you start off with a that you, if you, Hashem wants to test you out, if you can even fulfill all your mitzvahs, your obligations, when you're oini, and oini doesn't mean even financially poor, but it means if you don't have all the kachas, you don't have all of the abilities. You did that, Hashem says, now I'll give you more of that to do. And we find this also, uh, someone had a yard site earlier this week for his mother, so he set over a beautiful Rav Dessler. And we find that David HaMelech, Moshe they were first tested to be a roya, a shepherd. And if they fulfilled their duties as a shepherd properly, with the way that Hashem expected them to, ooh, then Hashem says, I see you know how to take care, now I'll make you the Melech, now I'll make you the Mani, you'll be the king of... of uh, of Klal Yisrael, you'll be the manik of Klal Yisrael. And we find also with the same idea, the beginning of the parasha, we say, V'yosef hoya b'mitzrayim, parasha Shemais, the beginning, say for Shemais this week, V'yosef hoya b'mitzrayim, Rashi asked right away, Yosef was in Mitzrayim, we know Yosef was in Mitzrayim, you have to tell me that, he had been in Mitzrayim for the last 22 plus 17 years. So Rashi says, oh, we want to point out, who Yosef, that was a roya at Sainaviv, who Yosef that was a, became a Melech and the Omad B'Tzidkai. So here you see the same transition. Even when he was a Roya, he was a simple shepherd. And he worked for his father's sheep together with his brothers in that very humble position, we may say. But then he was elevated to be a Melech. He says, oh, Hashem says, I see. He's going to be able to do more than just being a Roya Tzayin Aviv. He's going to be able to sustain and provide food for his entire family and all of the descendants of Yaakov Avinu who came down to Mitzrayim. But that's the way Hashem works. Start off with small, and then we could go further. So here the Chavis now tells us that this phenomenon we see in terms of learning slowly and then building it up gradually, that concept we find even in other disciplines. That fine concept we find even in the world, even in secular, dis- secular disciplines, we find that concept. Whether it's in physical labor, or in more of intellectual pursuits. So when a person first starts learning a trade, in accordance with his understanding, that's what he starts doing. And then, he'll go further and further, advancing to the point where he says, well, maybe even he could start becoming innovative in that area. And now this is what we're up to. V'chein balimut. So too it works by the uh, the disciplines. Kibal chokmas hashiur, someone who is a, uh, a genius of mathematics. When he first starts off, when the student comes in, he can't teach his student hashir hamachshovi b'tchilas You can't tell him, tell him the you know quantum mechanics when he first starts coming in. He's only up to 
algebra or geometry. You can't start teaching him uh, the uh, uh, in high degrees of calculus. He's not ready for that. He's not he's not uh, prepared for it, and he's also he's, he's his his mind is not developed enough even with the basics. First, you give him with diagrams. Seems like he's talking about geometrical diagrams. He was a Greek mathematician. I think they call him the father of geometry, Euclid. And here he calls him Aklidus. And he wrote a book of mathematics, as the Chavzavav is saying. And uh, this is, you see, he goes gradually from one stage to the next stage till the the uh, student is able to understand. When that student understands it well, the Yachpoits, and he now desires, now he wants to know more. He wants to be able to get deeper into it. And he pushes himself, and he puts a great effort. Then Yireu Haboirei Hashira Machshavi. You know who's going to have to help out? Only the Ebishter. The Abish is going to put it in his mind to be able to expand his mind and wisdom, even Hashem Akshavi, the more theoretical science of math. Says a fascinating statement over here, says Chavis that when a person advances, even again, he's talking about just secular subjects, even mathematics, but going from one level to another to understand deeper concepts in math, higher levels of it, but until he's understand even subtleties, and even maybe to to give his own chedushim in it, novel ideas in it, as if tid tidma as if it's like nevuah, like prophecy coming from Asha. What does that mean? Prophecy? What, what, what does this have to do with a prophecy? Because the guy's a, 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 a professor of mathematics, he becomes a prophet. So the way the, the Mashkiach Zolgunzuntain explained it is that really every time we think about something, whether it's concepts of Torah or other areas of wisdom, how do we think about it? trying to figure something out. You know, how does this work? How does this fit in? How do you design this? person's thinking about it, he's thinking about it, and what happens? All of a sudden, like the uh, like the picture, the bulb goes off in his head. Bing! Ah! He got it! Now, what light went off in his mind? So, he explained, you know where that's coming from? That inspiration is coming from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Who else? He says, as a matter of fact, Let's 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 use an example of of of, of Torah. A person has a question. He's learning a piece of Gemara and he has a kasha. Wow, this is a kasha. Ooh, let me try to think of a teretz. What do we think of a teretz? How do you think of a teretz? How do you think of an answer to the question? You know what you do? You think of the and the question again and again. One second. This is the question. This is the question. Why is it difficult? This doesn't add up with this. How does this? One second. It must be. And all of a sudden. A light goes off, and you see, oh, that's the difference. This is talking about one area, this is a different area, this I understand it. How did that come? So the Yiddish expression of when a, an idea pops into someone's head is, it says, Arangir Falin. Arangir Falin means it fell in. 
and it precisely, aptly expresses what happens. All the person does, he starts thinking about it. I'm thinking about the question, thinking about the question, analyzing it from this, that, all of a sudden, pew, it falls in. So, in a sense, it is like Navua. What's Navua? The Navua is that the, 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 the Navi gets ready, goes in sort of a, to a trance, and then Hashem comes and imbues him with this wisdom. So that's what it is really with all disciplines and all wisdom. You think about it, you think about it, and then it's Arangafalim in cup. It falls into the person's mind. So in, the, in that aspect, it's very similar to Navua. But he's just trying to give this, this background of understanding that it really in all matters, whether it's physical labor or whether it's understanding things on deeper levels, Really, it's just a back Hodesh Baruch And if we understand that, then it goes from one level to the next, and Hashem then allows it to fall into Him, allows Him to understand it at a deeper level. So then, once a person gets to that, then he's able to, once he, he's reached his maximal potential of, of his natural abilities, he's able to expand it further and ask Hashem to indeed open his mind even in a greater way. You know, the... The Rambam, who of course lived 800 years ago, in the 13th century, the Rambam writes in one of his svarim in Shemayin Prokim, that was his Sefer on Pirkei he says, there are certain concepts that in our day and age, we can't understand what they are. They're just they're beyond us to understand what they are. And he gave an example. And this is his Lashon. He says, for example... Safina shall barzel hapoirachas ba'avir. That translate as an iron boat flying in the sky. 800 years ago, the Rambam was explaining that there are things that we don't even have an inkling to understand what that means to have a massive metal vessel, what he calls a boat, because that's what they knew of then. They knew about ships, that right? Even 800 years ago, thousands of years ago and that it's flying in the sky. But the Rambam, in his great mind and wisdom, said that we don't understand what this means, but one day it will be like that. Of course, now, of course, that's the regular, it's a regular mode of travel. So, as time goes on, Baruch Hu allows for more understanding, for uh, deeper innovation that's happening. Uh, Mashkiach gave an example like the whole computer age. I mean, what it used to be, you stand with a little pencil and pencil and, and paper trying to make some equations back and forth, figure it out, which geniuses were able to do. For now, you have the, 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 the Akash Baruch gave people the ability to construct a, a computer that has these chips inside of it that sort of do all the work for us. So it's true. In one aspect, we're becoming dumber and dumber we're letting the computer do the work for us but it is fascinating that it, at lightning speed you could have computers do all of these equations which used to take so much time but it's also puts part of the development of allowing this to happen and and really that's the that's the way it is throughout different periods of history that is the that is the way you know we mentioned maybe the uh, the was the other night we mentioned Used to be people wanted to work hard, and and uh, and learn and retain it, 
right? Like the Chofetz Chaim said, in the early generations, they knew so much. And nowadays, what's is happening? Because we like to take it easy. So Hashem says, you like that easy? All right, here. With a push of a button, okay, now you can have everything in front of you. Every shear that you want, every everything that just comes up on the screen, easily go to one screen to the next, you can listen to this, things to that. That's the way we have it, okay? So you have all, all of shots together. Problem is it's not in here from working on it, but it's it's in the computer. But nonetheless, this is the way it works. Says the Chavis So it is with other areas of wisdom. The student will find in his mind when he puts in effort, he'll find a koyach el ruchani, a really some sort of spiritual type of uh, understanding of the next level. No one else can help him. This has to be just something that comes in, something that is imbued from Shemayim. Zanavi just gets all the information, but the Chacham is someone who puts his mind to it and tries to think about it and analyze it, and then the wisdom comes from Shemayim. Yomar Elihu. Elihu says, It's a certain spirit within the person. Uh, and my good friend Avram Gedalia and Professor Dorman, who... Uh, knows a lot of history, he says, you know, in this concept, he says, probably the greatest composer of all time was Mozart. And he says, and Mozart, when he was in his heyday writing music, he says, his hand was moving so fast and quicker than he could even think about the music that he was composing. And the truth is, he lived in the, in the 1700s, which, which we know that there was a, a special shefa of wisdom in that door, in the 18th century, we could just go through naming the great G'dayle Torah in that golden era. The Neidibi Yehud and the Pnei Yeshua and the Chsam Sefer Mikiva Eger and the Balatanya and the Vilna Gain, and it goes on and on. And we see that in that Kufa, Kodesh gave a certain amount of great wisdom, and the wisdom is, is throughout, the wisdom is there. And, and the many, many Torah G'daylem took that and grabbed it for Torah, indeed. But there was a certain amount of wisdom that was given, and it was used for the arts and for literature and for, for music. And that was it. After that, it didn't. It wasn't the same. It just wasn't the same. That's he was describing. I'm, I'm just adding to what uh, Ramgadaya said about, you see that Mozart said about himself, that he was just, it, the, the music sort of just flowed out of him. I'm just adding to that, you see that there was a tkufa, that Hashem gave a tremendous shefa of, of Chochmah. And if a person is able to utilize it like those G'day Leiteira did, indeed they're able to go great. So we'll hold on over here, Rabbi Yisai, for this week. May Hashem continue about along on this point next week. A good Tanakh and a good Shabbos.